Hi, everyone. Welcome into Primetime TV Show. I'm one of your hosts, Barbara Marville Kelly, and with me is my partner in crime, well, not really crime, Dennis Kelly. That'll do. That'll do? Yeah. <laughs> you know what we were doing this time last year? Yeah, we're just healing my wounds from the national tournament at the, in Orlando. Exactly. The U.S. Open. Exactly. First place. I know. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why we're doing this show today. As you see, I have all my paraphernalia fresh off the press. All these different programs that my husband and I have been promoting, mostly my husband. And we're getting ready to launch the Ultimate Corporate Wellness Program. It's something that has been actually tested, tried, and very true with many, many corporations that my husband's done over, what, the last... How many years now? 30? 20? Around 30. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we're talking about major corporations such as Tico, um, some of the um, local departments of social services. The school uh, school teachers in Pinellas County. That's right, that's right. And the bus drivers. The bus drivers, exactly. And numerous different lunch and learns. And the reason why we are doing that, as you know, as well as we, there's so many volatile times in the world today, and the stress levels are like through the roof. You can tell just the way people drive. I know. They drive like kamikaze pilots. It, it's crazy. Are you finding that too? And not only that, but stress is also an all-time high in the workplace. Yeah. What are you hearing what's going on in the workplace? I know what I'm hearing. It's not good. I mean, people not getting along and... Uh, the just crazy it's, stuff. It's, we're not genetically engineered to handle this many concept changes. And the world has traveled so fast as far as technology and people are wrapped up in the point where they're actually forgetting how to communicate with themselves, let alone someone else. That is a very good point. And that's one of the things that we cover in our training programs, not to mention these handy dandy little devices do you think that might be contributory to people not communicating yeah i've seen people sitting in a booth at a restaurant and they're both texting somebody and you realize they're texting each other isn't that the craziest thing i know crazy we, we see that we hear it. it it's beyond belief i wouldn't give up but my time with my grandson on facetime i mean you hear our laughter and craziness through the entire house when we get on there but I will say that my kids do limit JD's time to a half hour in a day, and they time it, and they do limit it. So, you know, they're raising him right so that he doesn't get too caught up in that. But communication is key. And, you know, we're not really born with a handbook to communicate, right? Wouldn't Absolutely. it be great if we were? Yeah, when we don't have any uh, special course crash course for babies <laughs> i know they just they're just very organic However, that's not true in a way sanuki suzuchi would take children right out of the womb and start working with them on playing the violin by playing music to yes. them in other words it was brainwashing in a positive way right through the womb and the mother yeah and if we get could do that with corporate america think of the power we'd have well, think of the efficiency yes. yes and it could be done yes Yes, it could be. And uh, to that point, I remember when we did, we've done many test pilot cases, and one of the programs that we're really excited about was your baby breath program and taught pregnant women just exactly what you're talking about. And it was very, very successful. We'll, we'll be bringing that back as well. But, you know, getting to the children through the pregnant mother is really where it needs to start and helping the pregnant mothers 
relax and understand stress and what it can do to the body because it's passed on down to the fetus, right? Absolutely. And and what Sanuki Suzuki would do, he would play, have the mother play music all through a pregnancy. And then when a child was born, they would play the same music for two years. And at the end of the two years, they would give the child a broken down small violin. And actually, they would go out and play highbrow music. Isn't that amazing? I've heard that. Have you ever heard about that? Where you see these little kids that are, you know, playing amazing Tchaikovsky. Yeah, like prof I mean, they are professionals. Yes, exactly. It's unbelievable. I've seen one, uh, there was a little three-year-old at a church gathering. She was actually playing, I, I'm sorry, she was five. Five-year-old, and she's actually playing this highbrow music. And it was incredible how beautiful, flawless. Exactly. exactly. And, and his concept, same as my concept, we're all born geniuses. It's just our parents or the school teachers just take it out of us. Mm -hmm. Or society, things that happen around the world, the stresses that parents are going through today, and sometimes it's very difficult to do effective parenting the way that it could and probably should be done. And so we go through life raising our children the best way we know how. And we learn from so many different lessons as we look back as us as a child. We certainly, both of us, have learned many things to improve with our children as we have raised them to kind of learn from what we saw that didn't really work with us, right? That's right. Yeah. Building the child's self-esteem and, and all those kinds of things. And in today's world, we really do need to just work on down to that level, to the children. But what about adults that are having challenges in the workplace or in their family life? They're out there doing two jobs, sometimes three jobs, and the children are what I was called as a latchkey kid when I'd come home and I'd unlock, unlatch the, the door with a key, and I'd let myself in, I'd make myself a snack and everything. But I do think that it made me a, a stronger, a stronger individual. How about you? Same thing, basically. I remember going to the movies at nine years, ten years of age and walking to the movie theater by myself. You wouldn't do that today. No way. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, we really had much more freedom. Yes. We'd play at night yes. and be home by a certain time when it gets dark. And they allowed us a certain amount of time for that. And the fact that nowadays you wouldn't hear of that. No, you really we wouldn't. We'd never lock the doors. and. It's just, it's a whole different world out there. And, and that's why we have to really work at preparing people for that. That's where I, my company and I come into play is to give people, in other words, re-circuit the brain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rewire it, is, so to speak. Rewire it because we're not, like I say, we're not engineered med mentally, me emotionally to handle this many concept changes. That's right. Like in, in one, it's, Every nine seconds, somebody loses their attention span. In other words, the average person's attention span is about nine seconds. Nine seconds? Yeah. Then well, they're thinking of something else. Well, how can you get anything done? Well, that's the point. <laughs> exactly. I'm thinking sometimes my attention span is even less than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all that training that I went through when I was hosting at the Home Shopping Network. and. We had to be able to do those concept changes because we went from one product to the next. And I really thank my lucky stars that I had that experience because it's a little bit easier for me to multitask right now. Right, well, we have to learn to be able to focus, be able to concentrate. Because what happens now, people, it's not, in other words, people don't set the goals that they want to achieve in a way where they can make these goals through some real good planning. Mm -hmm. 
And so where we come into to par is showing people how to rewire their brains, mm -hmm. what to do, how to set goals that are achievable, and how to really make sure you do reach those goals. That's right. Focus is key, and sometimes it's really hard to do because there's so many different distractions from your phone beeping or ringing, the iPad going off, the uh, if you have a house phone anymore, the dogs barking, the kids need something, the husband needs something, you need something. Uh, it, it is, it, it, you know, to, to stay focused, it really does take some very good exercises of discipline. Would you agree? That's right. And there's an old saying that the weapon of the super warrior is attention. Attention develops self-confidence and communication. And attention then also develops focus, and when you can focus, then the results you get are so much more positive, so much more powerful, because the, the strongest force in the universe basically is imagination. That is so very true. Let me back up a little bit. Did you say super warrior? Super warrior. Attention is the weapon of the super warrior. Attention develops confidence. Attention, because when you focus, it develops the ability to be able to utilize these internal strengths that we have. For example, we all have a world champion inside of all of us. We have a tremendous ability to really do so much more than we do. And once you teach someone how to utilize that through, a lot of it is bringing techniques from the martial arts, mm -hmm. which I've done. I've brought the martial arts together with modern day corporate America. And it's amazing what you can do in such a short period of time and changing a person to really be able to function much better than they've ever dreamed of functioning. Well, I can't. I have to agree with you on that because I cannot think of another more focused human being than a martial artist, and that is the truth. And maybe that's why I developed a little bit of focus. I'm only a yellow belt in Taekwondo, but I do have a black belt in shopping. That takes a tremendous amount of focus. <laughs> but I will say this. If you have your focus, it can make all the difference in the world. So getting back to the super warrior, are you intonating that maybe we need to become super warriors to live in this modern day world of volatile times, violence all around the world, pick up a newspaper, you know, Google your news or however you do that, and you're seeing one terrible crime after the other and it's enough to bring a person down. How do we avoid that? Do, how do we become a super warrior? Well, it starts with developing ability to focus, concentration, learning to meditate. Ah. And the ancient art of Qigong is, is a good art to get into to develop that power of concentration. Like I mentioned, the, the attention develops concentration. Concentration develops spiritual power. And spiritual power is the strongest force in the universe, along with imagination. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult for people to do that today because they're so much into the body, they don't realize inside the heart is another brain. And inside our brain, we have parts of the brain that really you need to balance, like the trilogy. The mind is the map. The, the body is the vehicle and the fuel is the spirit. It's that trilogy and keeping your eye on the ball in the air. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and it does take tremendous amount of focus. Now, when we just opened this segment in the show, we, we mentioned about what we were doing this time last year, and there's a reason for that. 
It's not that my husband needs all this press on winning a six-time world championship at age 78. Not that we need one more trophy in our humble little villa. But it's to raise the awareness that, like you said, inside all of us is a champion. And all of the things that you've been doing, even way before I met you, has brought you where you've become today. And it's time to unleash all of this in your corporate wellness program. And I say ultimate corporate wellness program because you've tested it out. You've tested it with many, many corporations. We have a big, thick, old-fashioned, loose-leaf book full of testimonials. I mean, from Mayo Clinic to just you name it. I mean, the people that have given such high accolades to your system, but it wasn't always that easy. It didn't come to, it took a lot of work, a lot of research, a lot of testing things yourself, which brought him today in getting ready to do something next year, similar to what he did this time last year. But I'm getting the high sign to take a break, so we're gonna go ahead and do that, and we will be right back. All the good news is coming up your way. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi, Jackie Skelton from JR World Travel here. If you travel, you need a licensed professional travel consultant, not a computer. Your licensed professional consultant can get you more for your time and your money. Value for your money and experience, not marketing salesmanship. When you're sick, you call the doctor. When you need legal advice, you call an attorney. So the next time you want to go on any type of travel, call your licensed professional travel consultant who actually represents you. We specialise in group travel, family reunions, weddings to escorting large groups or making special arrangements for the disabled. Please call 844-249-0190. We are a full service travel consultancy offering worldwide concierge service. Air, land, sea, rivers, resorts, locally, nationally and internationally. Remember that number, 844-249-0190.
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi everyone, welcome into Primetime TV show. I'm Barbara Marvel Kelly. With me is my husband, Dennis Kelly. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this show today because it could be a game changer for each and every one of you or someone you may know. If you happen to have a business, if you happen to have some challenges with stress or reaching your goals and, and setting them even, some people don't set goals for themselves. Sit back at nice and comfortable and hear what we have to say. One of the things that we want to go back and talk about is, yes, you took a world championship at age 78 last year. Okay. Why did you do that? Well, I had several reasons, but the biggest reason was I wanted to really get people's attention. You don't have to age like everybody else. And the fact is that I'm recovering from Parkinson's disease. I wanted to show that just because your doctor tells you have a disease that there's no cure for, that it's basically, it could be a death sentence. Mm -hmm. The key is I wanted to call attention to the fact that if I can do this, if I can train, and it's very much, it's much more difficult to train when you have Parkinson's because everything hurts a little bit more, you're like in a black hole, so you have to double up, triple up, basically, but it's, it's actually, it it's becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. And the difference between somebody being successful and not successful is basically the habits they choose. The key is to become a slave to your habits, but the good habits. And what I did is I formed the habits, the workout habits, and I became a slave to those habits. And that is what I'm talking in the positive area. I know the word slave in, in those areas, you feel like it controls you. Well, what happens is you control yourself through the habits you form. And the key is to pick the good habits. Like for example, the habits of getting up early to train at a certain time and make it a habit rather than just a, an occurrence. And, and blowing it off and just and saying, oh, I'll do that Well, tomorrow. just like the difference between somebody who's interested and really committed is, say a person's gonna run a marathon. They looked out the window and it's raining. Oh, it's raining. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and wait till tomorrow when it's, when it can be drier, I, I won't go out in the rain. Or somebody's really committed, where's my raincoat? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that, that is perfect because uh, I mentioned on Facebook about perception is everything, it's everything. And I wanna touch a little bit on that too because we choose how to perceive things in life. You can go this way or you can go that way, right? Absolutely. So give us your definition of perception and how is it that we can uh, maintain our cool and not perceive incorrect perceptions and how can we how can we get the right answers for ourselves in order to respond to others in the communication skills world as opposed to reacting? Well, you could use one of my favorite expressions in handling stresses handling stress our, when our life's perception doesn't meet with our directions and we fail to manage the result when we perceive when, when we're going into life's perceptions do not meet up with our expectations then we fail to manage the results so stress really is an internal thing exercised from an external happening so the key thing is we can control the internal thing a lot easier if you really learn how to do that then we can't control the outside stimulation so in other words, that's another thing going back to your comment on focus and preparation. Actually, those are, those are two moves that we do in our 
Asian Tai Chi and Qi Kung preparation Absolutely. and focus. So that is also a great way to teach ourselves when it comes to responding to others by focusing on what they're saying and not perceiving the incorrect answer. And how does that come? Does that come from being more of a positive thinker? I would like to mention that in, rather than being a positive thinker, become a positive feeler. Ah. Now, what does that, yeah, what what does does that, that mean? mean? What does that mean? People look at me sort of when I say that. I say sometimes positive thinking can be one of the worst philosophies on earth. Because people, they read the books, there's, the bookstores are full of it, they got tapes, they got seminars, and what happens is they use this and when the, their life still doesn't change, they figure, they take it personal, there must be something wrong with me. Right. The reason is we're wired more for feeling before our, our perception. In other words, we feel things before we think things. So trying to become positive, if you're feeling negative before you before you start thinking, then it's very difficult to overcome that. You said that, I remember you saying, and I, I'm not sure if I can put it in the same words or not, but somehow we're born with that negative urge to lean towards negative. Well, that's because that's for survival purpose. Because back then you had the tiger chasing the caveman, the caveman chasing the tiger, and, and there wasn't too many concept changes. So what happens is he learned very quickly who he needs to run from or who he needs to hunt rather than him be hunted, you know. So th that's where that starts. And then, of course, as we go into modern day society, we got so many concept changes, like I say, and we're not genetically engineered to handle that kind of stress. So we have to rewire our brain. So the brain can be rewired. I Oh, I totally agree. We've both done There's that. There's where the focus and concentration focus comes in. Focus and concentration, exactly. So in, in a way, are you saying that it's kind of like, I don't mean to say it's okay to be negative, but by nature, we're wired to become negative. Right. So Based on our ancestry? Throughout the day, ask yourself, how do I feel? Mm -hmm. If you don't feel good, then you need to change the way you're thinking. Mm -hmm. But if you were going through the whole day trying to figure out, am I thinking positive? Am I thinking positive? You drive yourself nuts. Absolutely. So about every half hour, every hour, do I feel? Well, I feel great. If you don't feel great, well, you need to feel great. Exactly. And, and there's many ways that we can learn to feel great. There's many exercises that we can do. I just had a thought that just slipped my mind, but it'll come back to me. Uh, one of the things that you've had to do besides focus and concentration is in your training, in your training, six-time world martial arts champion, you had to not only focus and concentrate, but you had to be consistent, but there, you had to have that unwavering will to succeed for a mission that you're very passionate about. Well, the, the other thing that helps give me credibility to the concept is the fact that everybody I was competing against was older, younger than me. Everybody mm -hmm. I was competing against was younger than me, mm -hmm. sometimes by 15, 20 years in most cases. True. And why did I come back and compete at that age? Because I want to let people know you don't have to age like everyone else. Aging is only a premature kind of commitment, according to many of the experts. And so the aging, you see other people aging at a certain age, and you feel you should age at that age. Mm -hmm. And I refuse to believe that. Mm -hmm. So there's where perception comes in. We perceive the idea that we're supposed right. to age, 
and we hear others saying, well, you know, I'm at that age now, I'm going downhill. What kind of self-talk is that? Yeah, Ellen Langer was the one who came out with that say, uh, saying, uh, uh, no, excuse me, it was, uh, oh, had a senior moment. <laughs> well, at least you admit it. We Deepak do have those. Chopra. Deepak He's Chopra. He's the one that said that. Yes, yes. And the, the interesting thing about aging is Ellen Langer of Harvard did the research. She took a bunch of geriatrics into the mountain. They were all over 70 years of age, and they were spending 10 days. And before they went, there was one of the biggest, how would I say it, checkups biologically of any human beings, their hair thickness, their blood pressure, everything. So they were in the mountains there for 10 days, and the object was that the group had to go back 20 years. They read newspapers from 20 years ago, dress like 20 years ago, and so after 10 days in the mountains, they came back to civilization again, and they had gained, I should say, they had actually retrogressed in age by as much as three to five years biologically. Seriously? They actually went backwards three to five years biologically. Because of the perception. That's right, there we go with that perception. And the sad part about it though, when they're back with their friends, after a couple of weeks, they went right back to where they were. Yeah. That's why you want to be careful who you choose your friends. They must think young. They must yes. feel young. Yes, yes. And, and that is so true. That's why I wear my hair a little bit longer. I mean, how many 70-year-olds wear their hair long? <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to have that hippie ponytail and we'll be getting I'm your ear pierced. I'm working on it. Right, now, exactly. I haven't got the earring yet, but I'm working on it. I figure I'll, I'll get to that sooner or later. Well, you know, it, it, you know, really, perception is everything. And I can't imagine how many times... People get into a little tete-a-tete -tete over because one person or the other misconceives something. They just perceive maybe a statement, a comment, and sometimes that can really create a lot of havoc among families, among friendships, because they're not letting that other person express what they meant by a comment or something like that. I know we only have about a minute or so to go, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about all the things that my husband does in his ultimate corporate wellness program which is a list of personal growth and development techniques that can affect everyone their life experience their relationships success in business success in believing in yourself he will help teach you how to rewire some of those improper belief systems that maybe you might have learned over time i think we all have but we do have the choice to change those, just like we have the choice to change our self-talk. So stick with us. We're gonna go ahead and take a break with some housekeeping. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about trineurogenics. We're gonna talk about communication skills. We're gonna talk about optimism and the technology of hope and goodness, all these wonderful things, master living from the heart. Many of you have already attended this workshop, so this is all a collection of the Corporate Wellness Program. We'll be right back after this. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi, Jackie Skelton from JR World Travel here. If you travel, you need a licensed professional travel consultant, not a computer. Your licensed professional consultant can get you more for your time and your money. Value for your money and experience, not marketing salesmanship. When you're sick, you call the doctor. 
When you need legal advice, you call an attorney. So the next time you want to go on any type of travel, call your licensed professional travel consultant who actually represents you. We specialise in group travel, family reunions, weddings to escorting large groups or making special arrangements for the disabled. Please call 844 249 0190. We are a full service travel consultancy offering worldwide concierge service. Air, land, sea, rivers, resorts, locally, nationally and internationally. Remember that number, 844 249 0190. at a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen hi everyone welcome back into primetime tv show i'm barbara marville kelly with my husband dennis kelly i'm having a blast today i always have a blast with you dear i thank you but i love talking about all and who you are and who you've become how i've become as a result of you being my life coach over many years um the ultimate goal, I think, for us is what? To be happy. Absolutely. To be happy. What does that mean? Does it mean having a fancy car, a big old fancy mansion, all the money in the bank, diamonds, whatever, fancy gadgets, the latest and the latest of whatever that all the money in the world can buy? Is that happiness? No. The key is to be happy in spite of things, not because of things. Thank you. That separates the men from the boys and the women from the girls. Thank you. Learn to be happy in spite of things. Find the good in the, in the, the, the silver cloud. In other words, find the good in the cloud, the silver lining. Exactly, exactly. And you teach that um, happiness is number six in The Six Steps of the Fountain of Youth. And The Six Steps of the Fountain of Youth is the book that my husband authored how many years ago? Back in 1996. Right. And all the six steps are there. It's getting back to basics. These steps never expire. But what he and I both have done is expanded on them with other lessons that we've learned in life and added to this. And that's one of the things that um, 
my husband's going to be doing with his ultimate corporate wellness programs. And they are also going to be geared for um, not only corporations with lunch and learns, workshops, seminars, and things of that nature, but also in group coaching situations, also one-on-one. -on -one. So you can always get a hold of us. If you feel that you need a little bit of help, we will offer you a complimentary consultation to see where you're at. We have an intake assessment so that you can assess yourself. But as we continue on here, we're gonna talk about a couple of things that we wanna give you today that you can start implementing. One of the things, and we were talking about the optimism, and we'll go back to that here in just a minute, communication skills. That is probably one of the keys after we get past the focus and concentration. I mean, that takes an awful lot of focus and concentration to be good at communication skills so that you deliver and convey the right message that you're trying to convey, right? Otherwise, the perception could be incorrect. Well, it comes to, would you rather pay the price of discipline or the price of regret? Discipline weighs ounces. Regret weighs tons. That's true. Oh, wow, that's good. Where did that like come that, from? Huh? I don't think I... Who knew? I didn't ever hear that one before. <laughs> that, no, but you know what? That, that is really true because what, when you're in regret, that's a negative emotion. Right. A very negative emotion, and that can sort of lower your frequency level. If you're into energy, as we are, you'll understand that frequency level because that's one of the things that we pride my husband's experience with is basing his knowledge and his programs, concepts, and principles based on science and medical documentation with proven techniques that work and why. And that's why we are excited about offering this and, and really helping the world do better because there is so much stress going on in the world, but it doesn't have to be that way. And it does go back to the concepts and principles that you've certainly taught me of. So the communication skills, I, I really like what you said there. Now there is one technique that you teach and I teach and it's a very simple technique and if you want to know what that is we'll be happy to share that with you but it is it's a whoever heard of a one minute one minute guaranteed to reduce your stress yeah and completely completely annihilate it and teach you how to do that when someone's screaming in your face how you can turn it off how you can flip that switch in, in a minute, 60 seconds, it's been proven. There is science behind it. And with this technique, what happens to the body? Well, the body then completely goes in reverse of the, of the stress where the body sends in the fight or flight chemicals that actually premature ages us by us not being able to handle that. So what happens when, when you change the in other words, replacing the thought or the moment with a positive moment. This is the way we, it's called one minute stress management. Mm -hmm. And we can actually take a person and teach them to be able to get to the point where they reach a state of imperturbability. I love that word. Where nothing rattles your cage. Anna Weiss wrote a book, The High Performance Mind, a great book. And High Performance Mind, as she said in her book, is one that at that gets into that state of consciousness that is most beneficial and desirable for any given circumstance. In other words, pick the emotions that you want for that given circumstance and learn how to 
dive into that emotion and you'd be surprised how you then become the director of the movie. Your life is like a movie. The world is a stage. The key is, are you a participant in the movie? Are you the director of the movie? The I want to be the director. Be the director. Absolutely. And the key thing is be be a actor in the in the movie and be the director. So you can direct that that other part of you to where you want to go. There's a lot of power in that. There is a lot of power, and that's what we need. We need to take that powerful energy back, which allows us to take our life back under any circumstance. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what you are going through. Trust me when I tell you, we've both been there, both of us, not once, but several times. And that's why we're here doing this show to make a difference in your world and anyone else that will listen. And that is really the truth. So basically, going back to what you were just saying, I get the feeling that what you're trying to say, that we all have the power at will, at will, during any given circumstances to flip that switch and in one minute you can change that stress level physiologically can I say that word physiologically mentally and emotionally well we were we were really born to win actually before we were born you you be, you were the reason that you're there who you are you were the fastest swimmer I love this now that, that little sperm guy he got to the egg quicker than anybody else so you were born a champion. What happens along the way? We lose that desire to be a champion. Yes. We let circumstances, environment take hold of us. That's why 77% of the public are negative. Really? That high? Seven, yeah. Wow. It's true. We need to we get a hold of them. We actually have several stages. Like 27% of the population are negators. They mm -hmm. walk around with their belka cord ready to zap you. Do you know anyone like that? Are you like that? A when negative person? When you're all excited person? about something, they'll stick pins in your balloon. I know. In fact, some I think even have a doll and they stick pins in a doll. <laughs> Well, I so guess they're the negatives. Then you have the that. waiters. The 65% uh, or 60% of the people are waiters. They can't wait for summer vacation. They can't wait for the, the 5 o'clock to come. And they wait for everybody to bring things to them. And as a result, their success is very limited. And they go through life as a waiter. Then there's the, what we call the achiever. They, they make the population about 13% are achievers. The problem with the achiever, they'll go and try to find a, a, make a door out of a wall. They'll keep beating their head in it. They'll go through the wall no matter what course. So they pay a dear price for the success, usually premature death and many of the diseases because of the stress in being that type of a, an achiever. Then we have the 3% of the population are super achievers. They're the readers, the leaders. They're the ones that dream. They're the ones that excel. They're the ones that put their whole life to enjoy in life and taking time to smell the roses. Are they the super warriors? They're the super warriors. Aha. Absolutely. The three, 3%. 3%. What wow. interesting, 3% of the graduation class of Harvard, 20 years later, they came back and checked, and that 3% was making more than the total 97% of the Harvard graduates by having written goals. That is pretty profound. And you're very big on goal setting. You have done, I can't tell you how many workshops and seminars on goal setting, um, phone conferences, coaching, all of that. But I want to back up a little bit because you were just saying about the super achievers, which was that the 13%? The 3%. 3 the achievers are the 
They're the, the ones, ones that go through the wall. They're the achievers. They want to go through the wall at any cost. They don't look for the door. But you have a chapter in your book about that. Yes. You show how to go through the door as opposed to beating your head against the, the door wall. The door is there. I can guarantee you. It is. Just finding a way to figure out where the door is. Mm -hmm. And my program, our program, finds out, mm -hmm. in other words, teaches the person to find out where that door is. Exactly. Because when you get to the wall, the first thing to do is back off a little bit. Right. Access That hurts. Access it. Going through the wall. You know, we sometimes we feel all like of we're a doing the that. the door appears yeah. out of yeah. magic. It's almost like you're, you're so close to that success bubble, it's right within your nose, and all you have to do is kind of go poke your nose into it, and there it is success, prosperity, abundance. But again, going back to perception, what is success to you? What is abundance? What is prosperity? In our training, we teach you that perception that has worked for us. Uh, we're gonna take a little break in just a, uh, less than a minute here. and We're gonna come back and talk. Let's see, have we done three segments already? Oh my goodness. Yeah, Are we going into we're having fun. One? Wow. So we're going to be talking uh, about the heart and soul of trineurogenics and uh, also living your life empowered. And what that means to us is taking back our energy, taking back our frequency. And there's a lot to that. And there's a lot of science behind that. And that's one of the things that you teach as a martial artist, as a grandmaster of Tai Chi. And I have just stepped right into that, that same realm of understanding the frequency because when you're at a lower frequency, it's almost like the law of attraction steps in and attracts more of the same to you. Whereas if you are in that highest, highest frequency, then you attract things of that higher frequency. I'm just being told that we get to keep no, on talking till no, the that, end of the show. That's true. That's yeah, true. Uh, yeah. We all, everything is a frequency. Mm -hmm. Words are a frequency. And the three most important words are thoughts are things. Thoughts Once are you things. realize thoughts are things, you will treasure those thoughts like they're gold and diamonds. But you can't touch thoughts. You can key, feel thoughts. The key I is, thought things were this and that, things you can touch. Well, the, the, the thing about thoughts are things. When you focus on an idea that or that goal, that thing starts vibrating at the same frequency that you're focusing. And, and you got to be very careful about that because what you want, you may not want it once you got it. Can't get rid of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the key thing is if whatever you want, focus on about five to ten minutes a day. That's all you need. And, for, and, and already picture has already been done. Mm -hmm. And that will draw that to you. Well, Dennis Waitley said something quite profound. You know, everybody knows who Dennis Waitley is. Tell everybody in case they Famous haven't heard it. trainer. We work with Olympic athletes. He's written many books, more books than I've written. And he says that when we set a goal and get emotional about it, that's the key, get emotional and passionate. He says 18 to 20 billion brain cells start vibrating at abnormal rates. They all have one purpose, is to achieve that goal. So it's just like, have you ever used your, your key to open the trunk of the car? You can be a half a block away and press that button and that trunk opens. Now, what is that in between? You don't see it, you don't taste it, you don't smell it. Good point. So the brain does the same thing, but works in a different way. So whenever you send a thought out, that thought projects out there. So you've got to be careful what you think about. Right. What you bring, think about, you bring about. That's right. That's where thoughts are things. 
that comes from the Eastern philosophy. Mm -hmm. They look at people as, as themselves being energy beings, yes. not as matter of matter, not a matter of matter. That was like a double entendre. <laughs> so I get anyway. It. I get it. So, you get it. So now I understand even more and more because it's a, nice to have that reminder that thoughts are things. Internal strength exceeds mm -hmm. external strength. Mm -hmm. I've proven that in demonstrations that yes. your internal strength is much stronger than the external strength. Yes. Those, you know what, one of these days we're going to do these energy demos right before your very eyes and we'll prove it to you what can happen. And and uh, it's uh, it's going to be very profound to people that have never seen that before. Well, it freaks people out because everything, we have our mindset, what is everything? So right. when somebody comes up with something that can't be explained, that throws people for a loop. It does. They don't try to figure out what it is. They are afraid to even talk about it. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, I know um, we didn't take this last break because we're just rolling right to the very end. So I want to make sure that I mention a few things that are very important to us and I'm sure that are important to you. And we were talking about happiness and what happiness is to people. And to some people, it, it is a lot of material wealth and as much money as you can have in the bank. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Being able to retire, being able to look forward to retiring and you know, after working many years in the workforce, both of us have done that. We choose not to retire because we choose to share what has helped us through very crazy times, times of crisis, times of tribulations, and we have come out on top. And the one thing that I want to drive home, if there's one point that I personally, Barbara Marble Kelly will drive home, is where my idea of wealth is. And I've written stories on this for the It's Your Home magazine, and I've sent this article out on where my wealth is. My wealth is right here in my heart. And I know that's how you are as well. Because if you have that wealth in your heart, anything, anything is possible. And when you have that wealth and you have that abundance, that is also your prosperity and how you treat others, how you treat yourself. How you respond to others, as opposed to reacting, because we feel that reaction is usually in kind of like a negative, spontaneous, in your face, getting mad and losing your cool, going into anger, and all those things that actually can be avoided. We've learned in our life experience how to overcome those things, even if they were minimal or what have you. Well, a lot of people don't realize that one angry thought Yes. Held for two for five minutes or more will lower your immune system from six to eight hours a day Think in a that. day. One angry thought held for five minutes or more. So the key thing is take two minutes to get and replace that angry thought with a positive thought. It and works. it can be done. It takes practice. It works. But once you're able to do that, you reach that state of imperturbability where nobody can shake your tree. That's right. If they shake the tree, then dollars will fall out of the tree. <laughs> there you go. But, you know, that's the one thing that changed my life forever. When you told me that, when we were just first, even before we were an item, on our four-and-a-half-hour date, our <laughs> afternoon lunch at Perkins, <laughs> and we, we just sat and talked about everything. And when you told me that, that five minutes of an angry thought, and this has been proven. This oh, is, yeah, there's this science, is science behind that. Science behind this, and it shows it. Our company is certified through HeartMath Institute, and we have all the facts, we have all the documentation, the clinical studies, everything that proves that one angry thought puts between five and six bad 
chemicals in the system. How many one minute thoughts of negativity, resentment, rejection, or all those negative, fearful thoughts, how many of those minutes add up in a day? It would blow your mind. That's why some people never have a strong immune system. It never gets a chance no. to blossom, no. to mature. No. No. Your and immune system becomes a, a, a really a parasite yes rather than a benefit exactly um, in the last few minutes remaining I do want to invite you to get a hold of us if you have a company if you have a small group men women men and women uh, it does not matter we will be there for you as your inspirational and motivational speakers and really give you the the program that has worked for us and we will guarantee it. We will absolutely guarantee it. Some of the topics for discussion that my husband is in the process of, of actually incorporating in your new book called Champion the Champion Within. As you've said many times before, there's a champion inside of all of us, right? Right. Whether you're a stay-at-home parent, if you're, a sta if you're going out in the corporate world, whether you're an employee or you're an executive, it doesn't matter. We teach you how to get your power back, to get your energy back, and to really empower not only yourself, but the lives of others. And when you see when others say, how come you didn't get mad at that? Why didn't that upset you? Because we're in that state of mind and state of heart, in that state of imperturbability. Did I get it? You like that word. <laughs> I love that. I've always loved that word. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Exactly. And the other thing that you were touching on is the wisdom of ages blending the East and the West philosophies that have come together in a nice engaged unity, if you will, where you take a little bit of this philosophy, a little bit of that, and you've proven it over time, and you have the science and medical documentation Using the best of the East combined with the best of the West. Exactly. So, and with some uh, different concepts and exercises as well, that is contributory to your success. Ageless living. Age is just a number. If you are one of my Facebook friends or one of my personal friends around town or in business, how many times have you heard me say, age is just a number? And you know what, talking about health tips, the makings of a 10, we have the perfect formula for that. You're looking for a relationship? Singles and singles again, we're all gonna be there at some point or another, right? Yeah, that's a good way to look. Some point in your life, you're gonna be single. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So we have those to talk about. And the one thing that I will say, and both of us, with the challenges that you've had with the P word, I don't even like to give it that frequency, but with the Parkinson's that you were diagnosed with over three and a half years ago, I have to tell you, that was another wake-up call. Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I think maybe we do take our health for granted at times. I don't know, do you? Do you ever, you know, just take it for granted? And then as soon as we get a flu bug or a sinus infection or something, boy, does gratitude step into place when you just want to feel good. You want to be able to get up on your feet, get out the door and, you know, do what you got to do. To be diagnosed with something you refused you refuse to accept that. And what did you say? The God, why me thing? I, at first said, God, why me? I take care of myself, I eat right, I do this. I, and I thought, no, why, God, why not me? 
because then I can take and pass the message on to people that have life-threatening diseases so you don't have to succumb to the disease. It's hard for disease to live in a mind that's in a positive state. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult. And you've done that. And, and Theodore Roosevelt said something quite profound. He says, far greater is to do mighty things, glorious triumphs, even though checkered for failure, than to take rank with those poor spirits living in the twilight and not knowing defeat or victory. They just pass through life, not afraid or afraid to do anything that they might lose or they might get beat. You know, that is a very good point, and that comes from one of only two emotions, fear. <coughs> Excuse me, false evidence. That's right, there's only fear two, real. fear and love. <coughs> exactly, and on that note, we just want to share with you that we can help you, we can help your school, we can help your company. Really take yourself to another level just by adding a few techniques, principles, and concepts from our personal growth and development program. Right. So I'm going to turn over to you while I take a drink of water. What is your last takeaway for everybody today? What is my last takeaway? Uh, we got three minutes. Well, I would say that the best thing that you can do is take and start reading books that have these <laughs> philosophies. Because every time you read a book, it's like bringing another trainer into your life. Yes. And like when I was started in this world with very limited education, the, I was a dance teacher at the time, and she had me read a book, the owner of the dance studio had me read a book every week. That was part of my agreement. And you were very young. Yeah, and I, and I sometimes would get to maybe a half a book or three quarters of a book, but I got close to a book a week. And so basically I was self-taught because I quit high school in my junior year to provide for a family. So as a result, it, it was so important for me to really have some form of education. If I would have went to college, I probably would have not done near as well as I'm doing without no going to college because you, I spent that time to train for a trade that I was going to be in, a dance instructor. Right, right. But then that changed later on and gone into the health and fitness. So it all comes together. And you realize that you had to follow a path that you created for yourself through your own self-mastery and that's what he does, is teach you how to master your life. Because if you take each component, each concept, each principle, and you learn how to master it, I mean really, truly master it, and you talk about all the great successful people, they keep doing the same thing over and over again, and back to your habit-forming philosophy as well, it's the same thing. But to be able to master it, that is very profound. And that's where we're at today, is mastering the different concepts over and over and developing them as a habit. Last minute, your turn. Well, basically, the, the key thing that I learned from being into the dance business and, and was with a lot of different people, different ages and different personalities, it, it boils down to individuals that really look and appreciate themselves and, and like themselves and love themselves, not in, in, a, in a type of, of narcissistic type love, but loving who we are, loving what we're doing. That's so important to have that type of attitude. You know, that's true, and that's really a great closing comment. Do what you love and love what you do. One thing that was a game changer for me uh, was when I started coaching women and I said to them, 
If you had all the money in the world, if you had all these great gadgets and a fancy car and a new home and all that and all the money in the bank, would you be doing what you're doing today? You might want to ask yourself that question. Give us a call. We'd love to help you guys out. And until next time, have a great day.